Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. When you understand this extreme depth of God's love, His compassion for us to save crackpots, this we, us, broken, clay humanity, you know, you can't help but worship Him for being so good. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Human beings tend to look at themselves as having it all together. We're in control of our destinies, and we think we're smart, intelligent, and superior in all things. But in our last program, we began learning about the real condition of human beings, the fact that we're not as fabulous as we think we are. Uh, And in fact, we're just pots made by the hand of the potter. But because of our sinful nature... We are broken and cracked. Yeah, and sometimes being a crackpot is actually helpful. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it almost helps you get away with something, so I can't help it, I'm cracked. Yeah. But um, it doesn't make an excuse before God. Mm. Okay. And we, we, we were talking um, in the previous program about how Adam is made from the ground. He is but dust, you know. You know um, we are frail carbon you know, biological matter. But mm. the difference between us and the rest of all of God's creation is the fact that God breathed into him and he became a living being, this living, breathing spirit that differentiates us from the rest of God's creation. But we were also talking in our previous program about we how we've elevated self to foolish levels where we really think that we are so spectacular and a quick look around the world reveals that we're not as spectacular as we think now we're, we're intelligent beings mm. we're creative but then of course we are we're created in the image and likeness of God That's those right. gifts come from him but then we go and wreck it with our sin then we also conversely we then bring God down to our level to try to bridge this gap between us and it's kind of like deifying man and humanizing God mm. and trying to bridge this gap between the two. Well, of course, God tries to uh, intervene into that process with verses like we find in Isaiah 55, where it says, For my thoughts are not your mm. thoughts, nor are my ways your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah, so God is actually, God is trying to emphasize there that the gap between Him and His human creation is beyond measure. Mm. We're trying to say, oh, it's, it's not such a stretch, really, but it's <laughs> absolutely massive. We we cannot attain to his level of perfection and purity and, and holiness. He, he's way, way above us. And for all the intelligence that we have that he's given us, it's still minuscule compared to him. So in truth, the gap between God and his human creation, again, it's beyond measure. So we, we've got to try to um, figure out how is it that we're supposed to relate to him? Well, we don't actually have to figure out because he's already told us in his <laughs> word because we're not as smart as we thought we were. Mm. Uh, Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord is the instruction for wisdom and before honor comes humility. Okay, so the, the really, rather than thinking of ourselves as so fabulous and being the center of the universe, we actually need to develop a little bit of humility. Mm. Now, what is humility? Humility is not self you know, we 
what is it, the word self-deprecating. You know, we're, you know, oh, no, I'm not worthy. That's false humility. Yeah, that's right. Which is really pride, isn't it? Isn't Which, because <laughs> then you're just waiting for everybody to say, oh, yes, you are. You're positively <laughs> fabulous. No, it, a, a true humility is about having a healthy reverential respect and awe and fear of God mm. and understanding our brokenness, our sinful condition. This is God, I am a wreck. Mm. Look what I have done. Look at the foolish things that I have said, done, behaved. I am a cracked, broken pot, and I need Mm. the potter to restore me. That's true humility. And then what's the result of that? From that comes honor. Proverbs 18, 12 says, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty. Yes, we know that. But humility goes before honor. So true humility, real, genuine Biblical humility leads to honor. That's right. So it's not the self-actualization and the self-esteem no. and the self-promotion that the world would want us to believe. It's actually the reverse of that. Absolutely. If you look at the New Age philo- philosophical view and you look at humanism, the New Age says that the divine is within and the answers to the world's problems comes from tapping mm. into the divine within. Humanism takes out the spiritual element and just says, look, we have the capacity to make life utopia on earth. We have everything we need within us. The Bible says the heart of man is only deceitful and and wicked continually. Who can know it? Mm. So we've got a a conflict there straight away. Who are we going to believe? Ourselves, who have made a mess of the world, or God, who says, you need some help. I'm the source of that help. (laughs) Okay, so because humility for us has been broken – because we're really very prideful. I mean, what was the very first sin that was ever committed? Well, that mm. was Lucifer. Yep. Pride was found within himself him. himself up. Yeah. yeah. And so all sin, I think, at its foundation has this pride. Did God really say? Mm. That was in Eden when the serpent deceived Eve. Did, did he really say that? Of course you can have that fruit. You know, you want to be smart, you want to be clever, you want to have understanding. Mm. Why would God want you to not have understanding, for goodness sakes? Take a bite. And yes, I'd love to be that smart and knowledgeable, and Eve takes a bite. And Adam just follows her. That's pride. All sin, I think, at its foundation is pride. So therefore, we have to cultivate real, genuine humility if we want restoration, if we don't want to live as crack pots Mm. and, and step into eternity still broken. Yeah. Okay, so there are understanding this great need for forgiveness and restoration, just like every other cracked pot, because look, let's just face it, there are some people who are going through some really really traumatic issues and they're going to they're suffering things either because of decisions or things choices they've made, sins that they've committed or as a result of the sins that other people have committed against them. So I don't want to downplay the, what people are really going through but the fact of the matter is if you're a human being that's ever lived at any time in history other than Jesus himself you're a crackpot mm. we're all in exactly the same situation yeah. every single one of us and so understanding our need for forgiveness and restoration we have to be, realize our value to our maker are we valuable? We're broken. We're cracked. Mm. We're a bit of a mess. Are we valuable? Of course we are. First, he created us in his image and likeness. That fact alone demonstrates that we're valuable to him. Mm. Secondly, before he created us, he actually knew that we were going to sin, that we were going to become broken crackpots, and that we were going to need to be redeemed. And so before he created a single thing, it says that Christ was 
uh, crucified from the foundations of yep. the world. He'd already planned this yeah. salvation and redemption story before he created us. That demonstrates value. Mm. Third, the, this plan of redemption required that God himself take on the form of a human being and become one of us to die in our place for us. So even though he had this plan of redemption, he was going to pay this price. Yeah. That demonstrates our value. And once again, that was planned before Adam and Eve sinned. God wasn't saying, oh, no, what's happened? What am I going to do? It was all already in place. Exactly. And he wasn't scrambling to yeah. come up with a way of, of, of saving us. It was, he already knew. It was way ahead of us. And then lastly... When you understand this extreme depth of God's love, his compassion for us to save crackpots, this we, us, broken clay humanity, you know, you can't help but worship him for being so good and so gracious Mm. and so compassionate. That is what should be developing in us genuine humility, as we mentioned before. Grateful that God would go to such lengths. I mean, he's rescuing damaged goods. And you know what? It's okay to say I'm damaged goods. Mm. I'm a crackpot. Yeah. And I need rescuing. I know that. And thank God that he did what he did for us. Mm. Where would we be if he hadn't done that? Oh, this is just fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so the Jewish community have very much been ridiculed over the centuries because of their distinctiveness in how they dress, their culture, you know, the tassels and the, the keeper on their head and everything else. You know, it makes them stand out. It's a very humbling thing. Mm for them to wear those things. And if you're not in Israel and you're in another part of the world and you wear that gear, you know, you become a target. Yeah, It's a very humbling thing to do. And the Jewish people, you know, are criticized and called racist because they say they're the chosen people. Well, they often put their hands up and say, Lord, would you just choose someone else for a little while? Because it's hard being in that spotlight. But they have a purpose. And from the purpose that we get from them, we learn this richness, these foundations, these standards, principles, so that we can ourselves be adopted into this this family, this commonwealth of Israel, mm. and know this God who has gone to such lengths because we're so valuable to him. And ultimately, he gets all the glory. Yeah, absolutely. And it reminds me of the scripture that says that he gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. So yeah. that's kind of where, you know, that humility actually brings that relationship and, and the you, reconciliation. You don't want to be on the opposite, on that no. side. Now, the other, just very quickly, we're, we're out of time. I'll finish with this. Remember in John 17, where he was praying for his disciples and he actually said to them, you know, you know, they were fighting over who was going to be the greatest. Yeah. And he said, you know, it's the Gentiles who lord it over others. That's not the way it is to be with you. And then he demonstrated what it meant by stripping down, wrapping a towel or a blanket around him and washing their feet, taking the lowest form of servant. Now, here's what he said. A servant is not greater than his master. Jesus is our master. And if he took that lowest humbling position and we're not greater than him, then we should be doing likewise. Yes, we are his children. Yes, we're adopted in. But we're not greater than our master, and we have to be humble before the Lord. And there's more in the uh, the notes about this. You can read it at uh, vision.org.au slash foundations. Well, in our next program, we're going to try and figure out how it's possible for God to forget our sins when he is all-knowing. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations.
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.